Hello everyone and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Gareth Rafferty. This is the Building from the Bottom podcast, chapter two, episode 10. Welcome back. This week again, it is just me sitting in my apartment over here in Madrid talking about business. But this week is a little bit different because there's in the upcoming weeks, there's going to be a significant change in my life and Over the past week, I have been preparing significantly for this change, which I will share with you later on in this podcast. So to set the scene, I'm sitting by my television that I don't use um, opposite my bed with my feet up on a larger of two tables that I have, which move around my apartment a lot throughout the day and I'm just sitting with my feet up I'm in my shorts and I've got my notepad ready on the table with a glass of water and my camera which is currently doing a time lapse so now I've set the scene the sun is coming down on the windows next to me and yeah it's an hour until this podcast has to go out so if you listen to this dot on 6 p.m. GMT, then pretty much an hour ago, I was filming this. So this week, as I mentioned, there's been a significant change and there's going to be significant changes in my life over the upcoming weeks. And if any of you have been watching this, you might know what that change is going to be or you might not if you've been listening to this from the very, very beginning. And so I'm going to jump straight in because I've got a few bits to talk about. However, I feel like this podcast is going to last a bit shorter than normal, but we'll see how it ends up. Okay, so the first point in my diary this week is the business journey. So this is going to be me talking about everything I've been through over the past nine months since I've had this podcast and the business journey I've taken so far and yeah, basically what got me here, starting out researching web design, sales, all of that sort of stuff. So jumping straight into it, it very, it began kind of suddenly for me. I remember going into internships, going into work placements and never enjoying that environment and never really feeling like I fit in when I was working but I didn't see any other alternative in my life and so I just thought that's how it was and that's how the rest of life is supposed to be and I remember sitting in the classroom doing a BTEC which is after well I was I was between my 16 and 18, 18th birthday at that time. And it's that type of time where I was studying to get this qualification in business. And I probably spent between 12 and 15 hours a week just looking at business, um, business topics from marketing to advertising and everything else in between, including business management, HR, um, and all of that. And so, Technically, I've been in business, like looking at business for four years. But when I initially got taught business, 
it seemed like something that was very high risk starting a business and it means you'll lose a lot of money if you fail and as a person who's grown up with little to nothing it was never a decision for me to do that until fairly recently when I realized that actually you can start up a company with a small amount of money and there's ways to get around those risks including setting up a company which distinguishes the business from your personal well your you as a person and so after doing research into that it's made me realize and so since beginning in probably June to July 2018 and starting to research business and contact people about business and learn more about different areas in marketing and different areas in social media marketing I found that a passion of mine lay in social media marketing and if you've listened to this podcast before then you've probably heard me speak about all of that journey so I'm not going to really talk about that but if you haven't um, listen to this podcast before and you've jumped straight in on this episode feel free to go back a few episodes I think I talked about it last week and I've definitely talked about it on my first initial episode about how I got into this and how I got into the space of digital marketing and more in particular social media marketing so yeah that's where it all began for me and I even trialed stuff out like I, I trialed having an internship over the summer it was it was okay the people were nice but again I didn't really feel like I fit into that environment and yeah so I've tried a few different places and I haven't really felt like I fit in and so I've always been quite independent and I thought why not try doing this and at the moment I'm really really enjoying the process because I feel like I'm acting on my goal whereas when I'm working in an office or I'm working in a company I don't really feel like I am working towards that goal and yeah it's it was the point where like throughout my high school life and throughout that kind of college period before university and I started doing public speaking events and things like that I felt like I was progressing towards my goal but I never have had that feeling in myself when working in a job and so we'll see how business goes but at the moment it feels really positive and I feel like I'm acting on my goal which has always been the case whenever I'm doing my own tasks and I'm doing my own thing yeah I'm sure you get the point so since researching about business I've found out that there's three main types of companies that you can start up in the UK um, that there is more than three but three are like the most likely so you you have the one which is a sole trader which is either freelancers or you have a company where they're usually the small companies with little to like the, the micro companies which have like one to five employees but usually as you start to employ people you move up to the next bracket which is um something that you can change your company to which is basically a limited company which defines the differences between you as a company and you as an individual so 
if the business is to fail, then they can only take away what the business owns as opposed to what the personal person owns that owns the company, if that makes sense. So for me, if I'm, if I'm a limited company, they couldn't come in and take away my sofa and my house because my business failed if I'm a limited company, whereas if I'm a sole trader, they could. And so, yeah, that's the basis of it. And then there's another company, which is a private limited company, which is people like the big supermarkets like Tesco um, and also like the, the larger companies are usually private limited companies because they need that extra protection. Obviously, from going to a sole trader to going to a limited company to a private limited company, um, there is there is differences between them. Besides the liability, there's also the amount of accounting forms that you have to do. And so, yeah. And it took me so long to find out information about how to set up each individual type of company because like a sole trader, initially I thought you could just um, start a company and then you have to fill out a tax form every year. But that's actually not the case. You actually have to register. Um, and fill out a form, which is pretty straightforward. But if I hadn't filled out that form, or if I don't fill out that form, then it will obviously cause problems. And so that's something I, I learned through researching. And it took me a while to get that information. It took me a good two to three months. And only recently have I actually found out that um, about filling out that form at the very, very beginning. And so it has taken a long time on this journey. And during this journey, I've also learned a lot more about um, the topic of social media marketing. And I've learned a lot more about social media marketing as a whole, the current environment, the actual business environment, the competitive environment, the landscape, the internal and external, and all of that sort of things. But yeah, so I've, I've learned a lot of stuff about that and about like holding people's data um, and what you need to pay for in order to hold people's data um, because those of you that aren't in the UK, actually, I don't, I don't know whether it was worldwide or whether it was just in the UK, but they've released new regulations um, about holding people's data, which is GDPR. And I remember the UK went crazy about it because people didn't know what they were doing and all of that. And yeah, so when I was initially starting out, like looking at starting a company, I contacted um, the government website and I remember calling someone up from the department of business um, and I was asking them questions and they didn't know the answer because I couldn't find the answer online. And so I thought you need to contact someone. So I contacted them and they didn't know the answer. And so that left me in a really tight situation because yeah, well, for obvious reasons, I didn't want to start up a company and then be legally obligated to owe the government back loads of money because I set it up wrong. Um, but luckily, I believe that has changed. Fingers crossed. Um, and then along this journey, I've also learned things about web design and also things about sales. Web design because I basically went through every, well, the main design companies for designing a web page like the ones where you can do it yourself because I didn't want to pay. And those are WordPress, Wix and Squarespace at this moment in time. I started off with Wix. It was good, but I, I, 
I just felt like it just took too long. You had to put every single individual piece in as opposed to just being able to do it in chunks and then type the information in, um, which has its positives and its negatives, of course. And then I moved to WordPress and WordPress for me was just really complex. And I spent so much trying, time trying to learn it that I, I never really got anywhere with a website on that page. And then I started Squarespace and Squarespace had the kind of in between was like smack bang in between. I felt like it had that complex side, but it wasn't too complex. So I could get a hand of it. I could get a handle of it really easy. Um, so that was my preference, but obviously other people have their own preferences. And bearing in mind, before I started this journey, I had never designed a website before or even thought about designing the website. And so starting that and doing all that myself was quite interesting. And if you've listened to other podcasts, of my podcasts, if you've listened to any of the previous episodes, you would have heard me talk about the fact that I'm pretty much always on a live chat to Squarespace asking them questions because... I always want to improve the website and keep it nice and add bits on and finding out where to find those bits and how to line things up and all of that. And so that's been a journey, but also the other side of the journey for me has been learning sales and I'm still not fully comfortable, but I'm in a much better situation than what I was a month ago because in some of the previous episodes you would have seen, I've had salespeople on and they've, taught you guys sales but also taught me a lot about sales and I now know how to basically approach a person or people or a company about if I want to pitch something what type of wording to use and all of that and so that's been really important and over the next few weeks I'm actually going to be integrating that but we'll come on to that a bit so this episode is going to be the full business journey from when it first began to where I am now and even future plans. And so there's been a little bit of me talking about the past. Um, I'm currently working on a logo. I'm doing that on Adobe Illustrator and it's what the university has on their computers. So it's good because it means I don't have to pay, but it's bad because it's in Spanish. So I'm all right at Illustrator, but sometimes you don't realize how much you need something in your language until you see it in a different language. And yeah, I've, I've realized that very recently. So I've started designing my logo. My logo is on the second round of testing. So originally I tried to get a person to do it like a freelancer on a website called Fiverr. But then it came with what she described as unlimited revisions. But then I kept asking her to revise it for about six months. And the communication got slower and slower and slower until she said, I'm sorry, I can't do any more work for you. Pick your design off the sheet and I will design it for you, but I can't go any further. And so I respected her because I only paid her quite a little amount of money. And it was getting a bit silly from my half. But also I did decide to change the name. And so technically the logo that she's given me is invalid. So I've just thought I might as well design it myself. And so I, I came up with the new name, which is new found media. And I think that resonates a lot more than net social. And 
so I just started sketching stuff on my notepad. I wrote down a quite in-depth list of the vision that I have and the different teams I want and um, the different things I want in my office and all of that sort of thing. It's technically a business plan, but without the official format of a business plan. And so, yeah, that's what I've been working on over the past week. But also I've been working on my website, which is so, so close to being done. I literally have one page left, which is the contact us page. And that should be done tomorrow without a doubt. And the logo will probably be done tomorrow or Tuesday latest, which means that realistically by the end of next week, I can have my business set up, which is that significant change that I talked about at the beginning. Um, but just before I go on to my next steps and go on to talk about what's happening as soon as I start at the company, I want to talk, I want to just go back over the past nine months. And if you look at people that are starting companies pretty much worldwide, unless it's like a restaurant or um, a cafe or um, a supermarket that requires to have like, all of that decor and or decor, however you say it, and has to have that physical working environment, which at the moment I don't. Most times they can set it up really, really quick, like within a month or two. And so for me to take nine months, it does seem really significantly long. And I was lying in bed last night, um, just thinking about my journey and just thinking about business and thinking, wow. So I never fully completed a website for NetSocial, but I'm pretty much completed the website for Newfound Media. And it's, it's like, so why didn't I finish the website for NetSocial? Why didn't I take that next step? And why did I, in my eyes, hesitate? And I think it was one, because of lack of information, as I shared last week. But also, I think I hesitated because I was a bit nervous. And this is complete honesty with you. I think I was nervous because starting a company, like designing a website is all fine. Designing a logo is fine. Um, writing things down on paper is completely fine. But as soon as you register yourself as a company, that makes it real. Like having a website doesn't necessarily mean you have a business like registered with legal and you have to start trading. So for me, looking at this, looking back now and being completely honest with myself and you guys listening, I think I was scared. I'd never really like fully gone into it this deep as I did last night when I was lying in bed. And yeah, so I think I was scared for obvious reasons because it was real and it meant that as soon as I basically send the forms off, that means like it's actually a real thing and I'm, I actually have to do this now and I actually have to start approaching people and I have to, as soon as I start approaching people and I start getting clients, I have to put in the work else like bad things are going to happen basically. And so I think that's probably why, like, even though I enjoyed the journey of being scared and I was enjoying making the website and all of that, it was never fully real. 
so yeah this time uh, like I woke up this morning and I was like I said to myself one of the first things I said to myself was we're doing this and it's actually going to be real and not in a really like sarcastic and no energy kind of way it was a full-on like affirmation to myself I was like yes Gav we are going to do this and we are going to smash it and put in the work and whether it succeeds or it fails that doesn't matter we're going to do this and I I think that like looking back at things I I was a bit nervous wondering like I I wasn't 100% sure on my why whereas now I'm a lot more clear and so I have that motivation to go forward and also the fact that I wasn't 100% I wasn't 100% sure if it was for me like if starting a business was for me and whether I was just following some influencer that I had saw online but after jotting down on paper and speaking to people and like hearing myself speak out loud to other people about this company I can hear my own passion and just as listening to people talk about their own passions fires me up listening to me talk about my own passion and my own vision and my own why fires me up too which it might sound a bit weird I don't know if that does sound weird it might sound a little bit weird but yeah I get fired up speaking about my vision and listening to myself and hearing my own passion talking about my vision and yeah so all on reflection literally last night in bed and this morning in bed um that's what came over me and as soon as I thought that I was like you know what these are all going in the podcast because like this is a crucial part of my journey and I'm sure I will look back at this episode episode 10 of me being in Madrid and I think I'll look back and think so that was the day when I fully thought to myself this is going to happen because I've never really thought that I've had to force tell myself rather than I convinced me say it out loud and me saying that out loud sounds a bit weird I know um but this is my journey and all of you that are listening or have listened previously um or haven't listened previously this is what every episode is like it's me trying to be as honest as I can not just with you guys but also with myself um so yeah and you guys are coming along this journey with me building this company oh it's quite nerve-wracking I am a little bit nervous and I, I have a feeling that my voice is going slightly. So I'm just going to have a sip of water whilst I read the next point in my diary. <clears throat> okay, so I spoke about why I hesitated a little bit, which was the point in my diary. And now um, I've also spoke about the recent thoughts on this topic. So now we're on to the next steps. So what happens for Gareth Rafferty and his company, New Found Media, from today? From half six in the evening, where it's still quite bright outside, but the sun is definitely lowering because it reflects off the building opposite into my apartment. So what happens now for the life of Gareth Rafferty, who probably in the next week is going to turn from a student that likes public speaking, enjoys tech and enjoys meeting people um, to Gareth Rafferty, 
the person who enjoys tech, enjoys social media marketing, and also enjoys public speaking, but also to Gareth Rafferty, who is now employed technically, but also the co-founder, no, not the co-founder, what am I talking about? Gareth Rafferty, the founder and CEO, CEO and founder of Newfound Media. And I'm still getting used to that title, but that's where we're at, okay? And along this journey, lots of things have changed. Like originally I was gonna call everyone creators and everyone in their title was going to have the word creator. So the, when I expand, the accountants are going to be called, well, were going to be called like money, no, um, something along the lines of like, I don't even know. I don't even know about accounting, but sales would be um, money creators and like the obviously content creators will be the people posting on social media and all of that. And you kind of get the idea. And I did have a really good example, but I can't remember it. I don't know if I'm still going to run with that. If so, then technically I'll be the chief creation officer. So CCO um as opposed to ceo it's just exciting like as i'm saying this i've got a smile on my face because i believe in myself that i'm ready to do this and i think when you're 100 percent okay and you know that whatever happens you're gonna be okay that's like it's just a really really good feeling and i don't have a clue what challenges are going to come in the next month but I know I'm going to be able to get through it. Yeah. So, yeah, on to those next steps, besides just the title of Gareth Rafferty, the CEO and founder of Newfound Media. Um, so I've got a few ideas. I know that, and this may sound, it, it may sound like really, I don't even know what word, it, ambitious maybe ambitious might fill the gap it may sound really ambitious or really foolish but in the next year i would have liked to employ someone so by march the 17th 2020 i would have liked to have someone that i'm paying and have someone that's working for me whether that's part-time full-time and smashing it out but I don't really know what's happening next year because like I don't know whether I'm staying as a student for the third year or whether I'm going to go and work for a company and if I want if I work for a company I want it to be a company in which pardon me, um, a company in which is in the social media marketing space so I learn a lot but also people that I'm friends with so I've been reaching out to a few people on LinkedIn and seeing if I have anything available and I'm still waiting responses. I've also applied for Google and now it's taking long to apply because Google would just be cool because it's Google and it would give me ideas for how to structure the internal company. So how, how to like and what to have in my office and yeah, because at the moment I want things like a slide, I want um, just that fun working environment, bean bags, that sort of thing. But any ideas are welcome. And 
most likely I will be working at a company and depending on my business situation depends on a lot of things. So it depends on whether one, I'll stay at university because if the business does start to take off and I need to focus more time on it, I will start to drop university because a business taking off is a lot more of like a once in a lifetime opportunity than university where I can just come back and do all of that again. And so, yeah. So depending on how that goes, but then it also means if I'm at university, then if I'm at university, technically I'll get more time to spend on my business than if I'm working for a company. But if I'm working for a company, which is a friend of mine, as long as I get their work done, they should be okay with me also working on my company. So it really depends. And also if I'm on the off chance, I'm not working in the UK, then I probably won't be able to expand or I could expand, but then have the people work from their own space and have them work from their own laptop and then just Skype call in. That also might work. I'm not too sure. It's, it's very like skeptical for me, but obviously I'm really, really excited to hire someone and have like another person in that team. But I also know I can't be too forward with hiring someone because then it could cause cash flow problems and get the business to go bankrupt. And I don't want that. Um, yeah, in the next, in, in like the short term, I'm probably going to be starting up the company in the next week or two, depending on how legal goes. So I, I've got like a kind of legal meeting probably tomorrow they're going to call me online. It's like a, a free 15 minute consultation. And I've got a question about running a business in the UK, but being abroad. Um, because that's technically what's going to be happening while I'm here in Madrid and the different company types, which will depend on a lot of things. So if I go for that sole trader position, then it means it's very easy for me to start up. I can keep control of all the tax things, but then if I choose a limited company, I don't know what is in store for those accounting forms. And so um, that might require me like outsourcing it to accountants at the end of the year and getting them to do it. And yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure on that. Hopefully that 15 minute consultation helps. I will probably go for sole trader first until I get to hiring someone and then I'll pay the fee and become a limited company just because there's not much risk at the moment, but we'll see how that goes. Also, another thing I'm going to be working on, of course, is going to be sales. I'm going to be contacting people. Over the past week, I've been listening to multiple podcasts, trying to get into those conversations, talk to podcasters, listen to the type of things that podcasters are doing that isn't necessarily in business. Um, so I've listened to like a range of podcasts. I've listened to two people that live in London that, I assume my friends and they were talking about topics such as being self-confident and something as simple as going into a restaurant by yourself and ordering a burger. Some people were scared to do and they were talking about that. So I engaged in their conversation on Twitter. I also found another company called, um, oh, what's it called? Too much time on our hands, but it was shortened to like the letters of each word. And they talked about, um, superheroes i think was one of the episodes i watched yeah superheroes and they were talking about like creating their own superheroes and what their superpower will be 
um, as their superhero and there was like Badger Man and all that sort of thing and so that was really funny to listen to as well as interesting and then of course I've been listening to Stephen Bartlett's podcast Diary of a CEO that's one of my favorite podcasts and then a bit of Gary Vee's audio experience so yeah over the past week I've listened to quite a few podcasts um yeah I'm trying to find out kind of what type of podcasts I like listening to because that will also indicate those the same type of podcast I like listening to will also be the same type of podcasts that I would like working with because I'd be more fired up about the podcast and I'd know a lot more because I would have listened to it and be interested in that podcast. Um, so that's my current plan. Um, it would be so, so cool to go into university and either have an office space or just have a, an employee that is like my little team um, in third year, but obviously it will all depend on cash flow, which is one of the main causes why businesses fail. And so, yeah. But don't get me wrong, I'm going to be taking pretty much no money out of the company. It's all going to be reinvested because at the moment I have enough money to live off for myself. So the only real things I'm going to be spending money on is um, things like softwares. So CRM, CRM, like the customer relationship manager, I think, or consumer relationship manager, customer or consumer, either or. Um, so like the relationship manager softwares um, and also maybe the called social media management softwares might be needed to um yeah so that's basically it like i don't really need much which is quite strange but i'm i'm quite i'm really excited but also really scared to start contacting people and the only reason i'm scared is because it's something i've never done properly before but i know after doing it 10 to 100 times i'll be fine it's just a matter of going out there and doing it. It's the same as networking. It can often seem scary. And I've spoken to someone on this new networking app I've got, which is called Shaper, S-H-A-P-R. And it's like a Tinder style. No, not Tinder. Is it Tinder? Yeah, Tinder style where you swipe right or swipe left, whether you think you want to network with that person or whether you don't, and then you can communicate with them. So I met someone on there who said that she doesn't like networking face-to-face because she's nervous. And I'm just like, but sometimes you've just got to go out there and do it. You've just got to go out there, do it, and then fail and then try again and adjust your message and then go out there, fail, try again. And that's the same approach I took on LinkedIn with my first crucial, like my first message when connecting with someone because I message every person I connect with. I still do that, which is pretty crazy. Um, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to have to go out there and try it. Try, fail, try, fail, try, fail. And edit the message along the way. And I'll probably message Luke Williams, the guy that I had a podcast with a few weeks ago, and probably Evan's doing as well, to ask how I can improve the message. But also asking the people that I've messaged and they've said no, like I'll ask them why and all of that, of course. So yeah, that 
this podcast this week has been a lot about like just a business journey next week is going to be really really exciting as long as everything goes to plan we're going to be having a guy that smashes linkedin like that's how i found him through linkedin um he's in milwaukee in wisconsin and he's re quite recently fairly recently in the past year started a company with i think it was two other people and he's one of well he's milwaukee's fastest growing startup or something along the lines of that but he's also got a lot more things to come and his name is quinton allams so i'm really really excited i've spoke to this guy a few times in comments and briefly through messaging but the fact that he'll be coming on my podcast i'm pretty stoked for it so you guys should be too it's going to be awesome He's going to be one of the people with the largest um, following that comes on the podcast. So that'll be really fun. And then I've got a few people planned that I haven't reached out to for guests in the future, which is also really exciting. Um, As long as I say yes. And of course, all of that. But anyways, I'm going to bring this podcast to a close. If you have enjoyed it, don't forget to like write depending on what platform you're listening on if you're listening on itunes feel free to write it i would really love to see writes and comments and what you thought about it if you liked it if you didn't like it why for each um if you're listening on to if you're listening of on this podcast on another platform there that you can like now that you can follow it on like spotify i think you can follow yeah um then please feel free i'd really appreciate it And if you have any questions about anything I've mentioned, feel free to um, message me on my social media channels. Um, Twitter and Instagram is at Gareth G. Rafferty. And my LinkedIn is Gareth Rafferty. And my YouTube is also Gareth Rafferty. So feel free to message me on any of those channels. And I hope you found value in this kind of sum up of what's happened over the past nine months and what's going to happen and yeah thank you for listening if you're still listening right now the sun's just coming down even further (laughs) i've been saying this for the past 40 minutes um but yeah the the sun's just coming down i'm probably gonna chuck some dinner on i think i've got um what i've got quiche for dinner they always eat quiche um but yeah if you're still listening to the podcast thank you so much for listening Um, I really appreciate all of you and have a great week and I'll speak to you next week. Thanks. Have a great week. This has been building from the bottom season two of me being in Madrid. And this is episode 10. Thank you so much for listening. and I'll see you all next week.